I was really happy when he picked Kamala Harris. And not because I, and not, and having zero to do with, and I understand I'm not a black woman or an Asian woman or a woman or anything like that. So I understand how important that representation is. Mm-hmm. But that's not why I, I don't give a shit. Fundamentally, while I think it's important historically, I don't give a shit if she's black or if she's a she. Yeah. What I like is you got Joe, and Joe knows everybody and has worked the system and likes to find compromises and likes to work across the aisle. And then you've got Kamala, and everybody is scared the fucking death of Kamala. She's a she hammer. Is a, she's millionaire. She's a fucking pit bull. She doesn't fuck around. She yeah. will get in your face. She made Brett Kavanaugh ball. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. These apes are not emotional support animals, and they fling verbal poo. Listen with caution. Rock and roll. All right. All right. So let's set it up. Let's set it up because, uh, you know, you know, it's one of the, you remember Tyler Green? Um, yeah, it was my assistant at yeah. WBEZ at one point, uh, and I think this was—I can't remember. It was right before. It was right before the 2016 election. And Tyler is a young guy, didn't really have a perspective on either time or my age, you know. <laughs> um, and I just think he saw me as like being as fucking old as the goddamn hills. In fact, one of the stories was that when. He heard about me because he started after I was the house manager, and he'd heard, you know, house manager, wait, wait, don't tell me Don Hall. He thought I was as old as Carl Castle. So when he met me, he was shocked. I know. That was just his perception, you know, whatever. And so then when he met me, he was like, oh, that's not at all what I thought. So at one point, just this is just before the 2016 election. We knew we were both going to vote for Hillary and all this kind of stuff. And he looks at me and he says, so were you there when Kennedy was shot? He was kidding. No, he was not. He was. He not, was kidding. He Come was on. not. No, he really was not kidding. Well, the thing about it was, I mean, I was born four years later, so it's not that much of a stretch. But, no, but so yeah, and I would like fuck you. I'm not well, fucking that fucking old. That's like saying and, like that some kid in forty years from now says to Harry, "Do you remember when the the pandemic and when Trump was elected out of office?" And Harry will be like, "Dude, I was two. What do you?" Well, the thing about like, it is, I wasn't even born. You weren't born. even born yet. Right, so I know, it's not but even, it's you know. still just anyway, the insane thing. Yeah. So, here's my question <laughs> for you. Where were you when, when Kennedy you was found killed? Out, yeah. No. Where oh. were you when you found out that they finally, after... It, it, the thing about it, is, it seems like this week has been seven fucking years long. We where were you when they... This. <laughs> yeah, where let's, were you... Let's be sure to do and, that today. <laughs> where? Yeah. Where okay. were you... Yeah. When when Biden was declared the fucking winner of the 2020 election and Trump was officially fucking over, how'd you find out about it? Holy shit, Don! That is a really great question because I don't remember. <laughs> I I was at home. What were we doing? Did Katie tell me? Did I... no. I was on the phone. Yes. Okay. I do remember. I was on FaceTime with my brother and with my brother, Steven, and 
he said something like, uh, I don't know what he was checking. I don't know how he found out about because we were on the phone together. But he said the Associated Press just called it for Biden. And I went, oh, let's call each other back later. So that was, yeah, that's, okay. how, I, that's how I found out. And then, yeah. But you're right. It's been, well, where were you when you found out? Well, it was that was funny because uh, ever since, and the thing about it was, and I don't know if you read my sort of stream of conscious, yeah. Yeah. this was election day thing. And I went through, you know, and it was, it really was optimism. That's one of the things. Optimism is a fucking choice. It's a hard fucking choice yeah. sometimes. Sometimes yes. it's really hard. And I really went through the fucking ringer because I couldn't talk <laughs> about politics at all on the casino floor. Yeah. Un, you know, and I'm surrounded by half the people in there don't give a flying fuck and they hate uh, Biden and they love Trump. And I'm like, I'm just, I just won't speak about it. So I'm going back to my office, getting on my iPad, checking the results, all this stuff. So I wrote that while I was doing all this shit. Mm-hmm. So the next day I kind of woke up, I was like, all right, I know he's going to win this. I mean, there's- I, This my is op- Wednesday now. Wednesday this you were This is certain. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Wednesday I was like, all right, I, you know, I know it doesn't look good, but, but the thing about it is I'm not letting go of the fact that I absolutely believe that Joe Biden's winning this. So boom, boom, boom. So I'm on the phone yesterday, and we're recording this on Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it'll drop tomorrow. But I'm on the phone Saturday with Dana. Dana's in, uh, she was in Memphis at the time, but uh, she's helping a friend, a couple friends move to North Carolina and been driving across the country. Mm-hmm. So we're FaceTiming. And I'd been up all morning, literally reading the New York Times, reading mm-hmm. the Associated Press, checking the numbers, checking the count, going, you know, I've had a bunch of people from uh, Chicago to Wichita uh, basically texting me say, is... Is, is, is Vegas, is Where's, Nevada going to go? Is Nevada yep. going to go? Yep. And I'm just telling him it's going to go there. All right, Don Hall said Nevada's going to go. He's got Nevada. Like, and, I had anything well, to do Don with Well, Don Hall it. knows because Don Hall was there when Kennedy was killed. Like, exactly, Don Hall right? is the political expert. Right. Appar- apparently, I'm like yeah. fucking Forrest Gump or Zelig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I've been, you know. But, uh, but anyway, so Dana and I are talking and I've been looking at this stuff all morning, and I'm FaceTiming Dana. And Dana's on the phone, and all of a sudden she looks, and I guess she got a notification. She goes, they just called it for Biden. And I, I was yeah. like, fucking A. I knew it was, you know, I knew, right? So yeah. then we got off the phone. I immediately called my mom. My mom did not have, you know, she had, I said, mom, Biden won the election. And she freaked out. Yeah, And then I got, you know, talked to my mom, dad for a little while. And then I got off the phone, and I started looking through stuff and just started bawling. I mean, I just, Did just, you? oh my God, I lost it. I mean, sobbing, you know, really? and that was, and that was when I realized something that I had not acknowledged. And this is the Irish in me Yeah, that, you know, based on our last podcast, like, you know, you should be more scared and enraged. I did hold all that anxiety. I held all that anxiety. I've been holding it for four fucking years, but I refused to acknowledge. I just stuffed it like Irish people do. We just stuff our shit. And so when I finally realized that Trump was really gone and that Biden won, I mean, I did. I just sat here at my desk and just fucking sobbed, snot coming out of my fucking face. It was (laughs) like... For like for yeah. like seven or eight minutes, I just couldn't wow, stop. That's just, a good solid. It cry. really fucking knocked me out. Good. And then I and then I you know got over it, and then I was happy, you know, because it was relief. It was a sense of joy. Yeah. 
And then I immediately sat down and wrote the piece that uh, came up on Sunday, mm-hmm. which was basically, don't get too fucking excited because the world, it, our, our country is divided evenly. It's not like we kicked the shit right. out of him. We, we should have repudiated Trump. This should have been a massive landslide, and it was not. Right. And so we can't pat ourselves too heavily on the fucking back. So the, that's where I was. The, put it. We need a dog here. That word repudiated because I have a thought about that. I'm going to get to in a second because this week, my journey this week has been a little different. I did a lot of crying as well, but it was for a lot of different reasons. Um, <laughs> well, it's because you're a giant pussy. I mean, it, it's not. That's yeah, that's a big part of it. Uh, but the other part is that my brother Stephen, part of the reason I was on the phone with him on Saturday is that his best friend of 36 years uh, died on oh shit Friday. On the 6th or the 5th. I'm sorry, Stephen. Condolences Thursday, to Stephen via the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, his, his best buddy, Brad, um, we grew up with their family. Brad's older sister, Lauren, was like my first love from like preschool to like second grade. Um, Brad ended up marrying like Lauren's best friends. Like we know these families. Like it's an. Yeah. So like. And Brad has two little kids um, and he got he had bile duct cancer. And it just uh. snuck, he was diagnosed on September 30th and was dead by November 5th. Wow. Boom. Done. That's the way it works. And so, like, devastating for a thousand reasons. Devastating for Brad, Brad's family, Lauren, uh, my brother Stephen losing his best friend, those his little boys, his wife. Like, it's just Yeah, a whole so circle I, of uh, pain. I, I spent a lot of time this week um, with tears for... Around that, and then there was the, of course, the, the the election stuff that was all the anxiety, but not. I was keeping it under control. Yeah, you would. It's what a horrible thing to actually come out of my mouth, but you were a little bit distracted. I was distracted. You know, I I mean, that's a that's a horrible thing to say that you were distracted, but it was a death and it was grief and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, you were kind of distracted from all the nonsense and all that, all that sort of, uh, you know, sort of the the WWE we've made. Yeah, fucking politics in this country. Um, So in a way. In a way, if if a dear friend could die every four years on a presidential election, See, that that's would be what really I'm nice. saying. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice. Uh, so those of those friends listening, uh, you're up next. Oh, I got your back. I got your Thank back. You, uh, you know, because uh, yeah, I just watched Con Air, and I love Steve, <laughs> and I love Steve Buscemi in that. You know, yeah, he got the whole world in yeah. his hands. Oh, There's my boy. All right, um, Harry. Harry, where were you when Kennedy was shot? Harry, Harry, where were you when Kennedy was shot? What? You want to go to the tennis shop? I You were in a tennis shop. You were in a. Tennis <laughs> <laughs> Cow, 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 horse. Yes, yes. I, I, you know, I feel the same way. I, I think you should be a cabinet member of uh, Biden's uh, team. What do you think? I have a teacher. Inky, inky, inky. 
I Yeah, you you know you know Harry. Harry, have you ever seen the movie The Gods Must Be Crazy? Because you sound just like the main character. I'm talking to this. You are talking into that. I don't know what you're saying, you babbling monkey, but uh, I, I I know you're talking. All right, and you're, you're ready for a nap? No. Or finish your lunch? I want okay. to talk. You were talking. Okay. I want to talk to that. You want to talk to I said all right, we're going to try and do this. Uh, you know, anyway. all right. So what were we talking about? <laughs> you know, we were talking about, uh, we were talking about our, re- oh, being oh, distracted. Yes, being distracted, yeah, yeah. yes. There's another reason I was distracted a little bit. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Okay, why don't you go, why don't you go finish lunch, okay? No, no. We love you. We'll smell you later. No. So, um... Wait a minute. It's Donald Trump when he found out he lost. This is it. This is the... No! No! I'm the funny bee! No! No! I was... I was so certain... I I, I had a good feeling that that Biden was going to win. But what I was afraid of was that it would be like... He would... That Trump might... Might just eke it out by like a point, dude. Just last week, you still held on to the idea that Trump yeah. was going to win, and I was I was surprised yeah. at how well Biden did. That's a good thing. Um, yeah, I thought I was it was still phenomenal. Like, oh god, I still think he's going to win. Honey, go with mommy. Yeah, I'll see you later. Okay. Hey, Don loves you. <laughs> it really is Trump leaving the White House. Yeah, and he makes about as much sense as Trump. He started this thing well, where he'll, he's making up words. Like, that's a funny thing that he does where he goes, Dick Doc Beak Hinko Cheeseburger, and that's hilarious to him. <laughs> well, you know, I feel the same way. Uh, uh, you know, I do that, you know. Yeah. On, on the casino floor, somebody's like, hey, where's my free comp drink? I go, well, the Dick Up a Cheeseburger, <laughs> and they don't know what the fuck to do, and they leave. It's good. He just sounds like a drunk at like three in the morning. Yeah, uh, that's exactly uh, it. Uh, no cheese cheeseburger. Mm. cheeseburger. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. Um, but I was I was so terrified that it was just that Trump was going to get like two seventy one and Biden was going to be like two sixty nine or something like yeah, that. Oh yeah. And I'm so glad. I'm so happy to have been wrong that Trump didn't get reelected. Right. Yeah. Me too. Like, we are me both too. so happy. But repudiation is the interesting word because I think this was a repudiation. In a way, of Hillary Clinton. Oh, I don't think so at all. Really, tell me why. Because I actually don't think that's the case at all. But go ahead. It wasn't just that... Like, she, she was the woman, and that, was, that worked against her because of all the misogynists and all that bullshit. That- I think that was a part of it. But they... We elected the first vice, female vice president. Um, we elected Joe Biden, so we're cool with that... that Democratic elite that because Biden and, and Clinton are from the same, uh, they're from the same camp, you know. Yeah. So I think it wasn't just this is just a proof that like we just America just did not like Hillary enough. I don't know. I see that's the thing is, I, I and I actually didn't. That's not my takeaway from this. Uh, one it's of one my, of my take- takeaways. It's not one the of, takeaway. One of, one of my takeaways is seeing what we see now. Um, 
I don't think it had anything to do with Hillary Clinton or less to do with Hillary Clinton. I don't think it had as much to do with Hillary or Bernie getting fucked out of the nomination. I think we have all blinded ourselves on the left. This is th- these are the numbers. This is this is this is what I think is extraordinary about this election. Um and 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 really I'm not going to say it's scary. I don't think it's scary. I think it's highly uncomfortable to acknowledge mm. is that first of all, more people in this country voted during this election than ever in history. Number two, for Joe both Biden, parties, for both yeah, parties, that's what I'm saying. Important. Joe, yeah. Joe yeah. Biden got the most votes of any presidential candidate in the history of the country, mm-hmm. and Donald Trump got the second most right. of anybody in the country. So, yeah. and 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 it and it is it. You know, I mean, bottom line, it's yes. At this point, Joe Biden has won by what four million votes. My Every, guess yeah. is, my guess is that when it all is said and done. Um, Trump's probably going to have 173 million. Biden's going to have like 181 million or or 81 million, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I think what's going to happen is it's it's still like a 50 to 48%. I mean, it's this, close. I mean, it's close. This is super fucking close. And I don't think it was Hillary's fault. We just didn't have a concept that half the fucking country does not buy into the progressive left's, not just progressive left, the left's worldview of how things should be done. And we have to acknowledge that this is a 50-50 country Mm -hmm. and that if we want to keep playing this fucking game, we could play this game every four years, we could play it every two years, play it every six years where it's just scraping by, scraping by and there's a reason for this acrimony. And so I don't think it was that it was Hillary because she still got 3 million more votes than Trump did. Right. But I but I think I think the big mistake in her campaign was uh twofold. Number 1, um she did not campaign aggressively because she like everybody else thought she would win. Yeah. And so she didn't get out there and fucking beat the goddamn streets because there wasn't that sense of we could lose to this motherfucker. And then the second thing I think she did was that she she either needed to go all progressive or do what Biden did, which was go all straight down the middle. Yeah. You know, because because it was a muddled message. So I don't think that the country didn't like Hillary. I think the country liked Hillary just as much as they like Biden. It's mm. just that it's just that with Biden, holy fuck. And and I wrote this in the piece. We have to acknowledge a number of things. I mean, Trump got the highest percentage of non-white votes of any conservative candidate in history, which pretty much debunks the whole white supremacist Trump voter thing. I'm sure there are some. A big part of that is if we we look at Miami-Dade County, where a lot of of Latinos um, and Cuban-Americans voted for, for Trump. And... And it's not the just Cuban Americans. In Texas, well, right. lots of Latinos. I mean, huge but a, amounts. But a big part of that, I think, and I haven't done any deep, you know, this is not my specialty, but I haven't done any, um, I haven't read any pieces or done any looking at pieces written by those who specialize in this. But my thought is that the the weaponization of socialism, and oh, Joe yeah. Biden is a socialist. You tell that to a 
a family or group of people that fled Cuba, that fled that lived socialist in Cuba, or yeah. lived in socialism, so, socialistic, uh, socialist Central America, cent- uh, so, uh, Southern America, whatever, you know. They hear that word and they go, well, no, I can't have that. And they, it, there's PTSD from that. Oh, and yeah. it worked. Oh, it and totally worked. It worked. It totally and it worked. makes perfect sense. Of course it worked. But it, does, but it doesn't explain the huge amount of Latino vote that came out in Texas, because they're not coming from fucking Cuba. Well, they're coming they, from they Mexico. They came from Southern, Southern America. South, Southern America. South America. <laughs> no, they didn't come from uh, South America. They sure. came from Mexico. Well, but maybe not all of them. I mean, but not no, most of the. And the thing is, most people, most in Texas are not. Uh, they're, they're some of most, most Latinos, at least that in demographic studies I've read, are are second and third generation immigrants not and most of them were yeah. born there so they're this thing so you gotta you gotta acknowledge that yeah um, you have to acknowledge um that if there hadn't been a pandemic trump would have fucking won and anybody that wants I to play agree. the game yeah. anybody wants to play the game that it was our ideas that won this thing are full of shit. This was not about our ideas because no. we're terrible at communicating our ideas that people that don't already fucking agree with them. And that is the definition of a fucking cult. I mean, Peter used that phrase a couple times last week mm-hmm. to describe the Trump cult. I think the left woke version of the left is just as cultish. I think there's an issue that we have to confront. And, and that confrontation is... If there had not been a pandemic, Donald Trump would be the president by a resounding number. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I th- and, 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 and if we've got to rely on a fucking virus that's killing people in, in the thousands per day to get rid of that, we have far larger problems when it comes to the communication of ideas than we want to acknowledge. Yeah, there's and there's a big... A big problem with that here in Illinois on the the fair tax amendment to the Constitution that was up, and I don't need to bore you with all the details because it's we're talking about a constitutional amendment and taxes. It's fucking boring. Oh, we had them in, in Nevada too. Yeah. We're the fir- By the way, we are the first state to constitutionally support same sex marriage, which is amazing. That Nevada, it's, I guess it's not that surprising because I mean Las Vegas. Fucking a. Yeah, However, but you know, it, this is run naked in the street with a cod piece and 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 feathers. This is Las yeah. Vegas. But if you look at if you look at Nevada, man, it's Las Vegas is blue and Reno is blue and the rest of this fucking That's place red. is the biggest bunch of fucking gun toting rednecks you'll ever meet in your life. But the good news is that the majority of those people, I mean, there's only like seven of them living in, in the state because it's pretty yeah. desolate. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It's and I understand desolate. why they'd be a little gun-toting and insane because yeah. you're living out in the fucking desert miles There's no from lights anybody. out there. The dark is scary. It's the dark. It's super fucking hot or it's super cold depending yeah. on your perspective. Where you're living, you're probably living in a, a fucking mesquite shack. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Um, but the communication on getting this this fair tax passed was so wretched so terrible and and it came from a, a democratic governor and i think that the democrats just it's in their fucking genes because whether it's federal or local they cannot commu- and i you know we whatever we're just so terrible getting our message out we overcomplicate it we take for granted um, and the republicans they're patient they they simplify and and it and it works. 
Well, you know, it was something that that we talked about last week, and I of course I listened to the episode because I edited it, and so I listened to it several times. But one of the things that 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 seemed to be a real sticking point was the concept that um, emotion drives politics. Mm-hmm. And I and here's the thing, I think. Peter and I think to you, you to a certain extent are correct that emotion does drive politics if you're going to go with a 50-50 proposition. If you're refusing to compromise, if you refuse to go to the other side, it's absolutely a moral equivalent. It's an emotional thing. But, and this is what I think is interesting about Biden, and I'm I'm really hoping that this works out for him this way, is that the best governance. The governance that is the smartest, that does the most progressive thing, is not emotional. It might start that way. But if you want to appeal to the interests of 71 million people that voted, that would rather have Donald Trump be the president for another four years while the pandemic is flaring massively mm-hmm. and the economy is shit and we have more enemies than friends now internationally, If then, then that is not about an emotional thing. Because the emotional thing is, and again, we talked about this when I solved racism last week, is, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and I do say that with some some sarcasm, but, but that just was my, some sarcasm, just a little <laughs> bit of sarcasm. But the thing about it is, what this is the thing. It reminds me. Of, like, l- all right, let, let's put it this way. I remember this, and this is God. This is years ago. But uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You would not think Arnold Schwarzenegger would be a great statesman in any case. But you wouldn't think. I knew the first time I saw Commando, he was the man for the job. He was the man for the job. But I was eight one, years old, one, and I said he'll be governor one day. One of the things I thought was amazing, because he's totally Republican, but um, our argument about climate change and green energy is a moral and emotional argument. We're killing the planet. And if you if you don't drive a hybrid, you're an evil piece of shit. And you don't care about the planet. And you eat animals. And boom, 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 right? <laughs> and it's like this emotional thing. And if you don't buy that worldview, you sound like you're being preached to by a bunch of fucking self-important elitist dickheads. So yeah. I remember, and it was one of the, I thought it was, a, I know this shouldn't be a revelation for an adult man, but... I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about green energy. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, here's where you get it wrong. He said, it's all about saving the planet. But most people on the right don't give a shit about, I didn't say give a shit, but give a shit about saving the planet. They care about bottom line. They care about money. And if all you did was say, hey, and, and he said, this is true. And he supported it with facts. Green energy is going to bring you more money over the long haul than anything you're doing right now. There is so much goddamn money in investing in green energy. Yeah, huh? And I and I thought, whoa! And so when I go back, when I solved racism, when you look at the minimum wage in 1937 when it was passed, the argument was not the argument we make now. The argument for minimum wage now is we say. People in America need to be have a living wage so that they can support their children and they can pay for things and boom, boom. No, no, no. That's not the argument that got it passed. Mm-hmm. The argument that got it passed was John Keynesian economics that said, if they have money, they will spend it, which will fuel the economy. Yes. And that's the argument that got it passed. And so our argument about racial disparity, about immigration, about the climate change, about... All our arguments are so elitist 
and so morally vacuous. Like you, if you don't do it our way, then you're stupid, mm-hmm. and you're and you're not listening, mm-hmm. and you don't understand. And that's why that's why we're in a fifty-fifty country because nobody's making the attempt to adjust their message to actually meet the needs of the people they're talking to. Well, it's just I mean it's like what is it in college that you take speech class like speech 101 and one of your speeches is a persuasive speech and you have to figure out how to speak to your audience and yeah people should have a living wage and that is one of the reasons that I think living the the minimum wage should go up but yeah. if that's not going to resonate with the people that need to vote on it and need to make the decisions and need to get behind it oh well, let's try another angle let's try another um well, you don't you don't like the skin of the apple kid? All right, well, I'll take the skin off. Just eat the inside, or you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. you don't like the crust of your sandwich. You have the to, crust off. You find a you way. You have to adjust. I was talking yeah. to a. Uh, 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 have you read the uh, the Las Vegas Rights book yet? Uh, I'm in the middle of it. Did you have you read yeah. my piece yet? Yes. Okay, Diana in mm-hmm. that piece mm-hmm. is someone that I see every day. She's a regular player. Yeah, she's very Republican. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, love her to death. And so yesterday, I was thrilled. I mean, I went to work. Now I knew I couldn't. I didn't want to be the person that gloated or you know run around. But I was in a really fucking good mood. Yeah. For two reasons. And at one point, I found a guy that was a trucker that was like he cried when he found out Biden won as well. You know. And we talked about that. This big hard motherfucker who bawled because Biden won. And I went, yeah, I did too. And we talked about that. But because Biden won is like a relief or because Biden won, oh my God, the country's going to hell. No, no, he was was, was thrilled. He was as happy as I was. Oh, good, okay. And I said, yeah, this is a pretty goddamn good day. I said, number one, Trump is gone. And number two, it's raining in fucking Las Vegas after Mm -hmm. 207 days. Halla motherfucking Luya. And we laughed and laughed and laughed about it. So anyway, I'm talking to (laughs) Diana. Her name's Donna, but uh, I Don't was talking do that. to her. It's- <laughs> I know, but I was talking. I was talking to her, and uh, and she and she, what I loved about it is that I saw her, and she said, "Congratulations, Don." I said, "For what?" She said, "Your man won." I said, "My man and woman won." Yeah, mm-hmm. and she and she laughed, and she said, "You know, I I have a friend of thirty eight years, and she was so disappointed that I voted for Trump." I said, "Why is that?" She said, "Well, she said." That that she had tried to tell me why I should vote for Biden and that I and, and that I shouldn't vote for Trump and she tried to explain to me why that was the wrong choice and I just didn't get it and it reminded me of when I used to teach improv and direct theater mm-hmm. and one of the things that you do is and it, and you've been in you've done all this where, where inevitably you do a show the audience just hates it mm-hmm. they don't laugh they don't and then afterwards at the bar everybody's like they just didn't fucking get it they just didn't fucking understand right. they didn't get that joke that, and Bad my audience, as a, yeah, yeah yeah as as my as a director i always said fuck you you lazy cunts because they're here to listen to you mm-hmm. you're there to communicate if they didn't get it it's your fucking fault it's not their fault as long as they're listening you can have a shitty audience that's throwing popcorn and whatever else is no no but- no 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 because if they're an audience, they came to watch. Whether if they're not watching, it's your fucking fault. If they're oh, out fair. rowdy and they're not listening, they came to watch you and hear what you have to say. If yeah. they are, if they're heckling you, it's because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. It's not because you're this brilliant artist and they just yeah. don't get it. That's it. Never works. That communication yeah. does not work that way. And I think with when it comes to the left, again it. 
blows my mind. And I'm watching. I know the think pieces are going to come out mm-hmm. ad fucking nauseum. We did not win this election because of our fucking ideas. No. Because we don't know how to communicate our ideas. The thing that, that I love about Biden is Biden never changed. He never changed his message. He never changed where he was going. Mm-mm. I don't think 81, I, what I think will be about 81 million people, I don't think they most of them voted because they love Joe Biden's uh, message of unity. I don't think so. I think they voted no. against Donald Trump. So yeah. there were no ideas present that actually made a difference. And 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 that's the different that's a big difference between yeah. the Hillary 2016 and versus Trump. And the people that voted for Donald Trump then voted for a cult of personality, mm-hmm. but also some really dark ideas that We've got to come to grips with that half the country. Half the country have a problem with how we deal with immigration. Half the country. Half the country have a big problem with our outsourcing jobs. Half the country have a big problem with uh, racial identity politics. Um, Mm -hmm. And, I mean, fucking California. And and we've got to acknowledge how complicated this is. California overwhelmingly voted for the Democratic ticket, but overwhelmingly voted against affirmative action. Florida Mm, basically... Florida voted ultimately, I mean, it was kind of a squeaker, but ultimately voted for Trump, but also voted for a $15 minimum wage. This is not an easy place that we're at. And Florida a few months ago, or maybe a year ago, whatever it's been now, voted Voted to let felons felons vote. vote. Yeah. So, right. It is very complicated. And that's where, you know, I had this knee-jerk reaction yesterday on on Saturday when the news came in, like 100% happy thrilled relieved all of that um forgot all about my brother's pain and the pain of brad's family was like ah fuck them biden won uh and i made a point last night you know when biden spoke when biden and harris spoke at, it was like 7 seven thirty chicago time that's usually when we're putting harry to bed and he was so tired and being such a fucking pain in the ass but oh, yeah. i wanted to keep him up because it was important to me for harry to at least watch the first female woman, uh, yeah, the first female woman, the first female, the first female woman, <laughs> first woman of color well, vice hey, president. Hey, no, hey, we're living, I know, right? You know, right? That, I don't, I don't think that is, you know, at, at least you didn't call her the first menstruator. Right. I mean, because fuck you, all right? Jesus. I'm not sure of her age, so or, or what her menses cycle is. She's she all right. Go, menstruator. Go, I was going to say she's all right. She's my age. She may not be menstruating anymore. I don't know. No, maybe she. I don't fucking I, I don't know. care. Why? Let's She's not a talk woman. About it. This is weird. She's yes. a woman. Shut but it was the fuck important. Up. It was important to me to have my wife and my son, and even my dog. Like just to have the family there watching this historic. It's moment. history. Harry's not going to remember this. He might like have some like inkling, but I want to be able to say to him, "You saw this live when it happened the first time." That that was a that's a big thing. So all of this like. The, his, the historical aspect of it, the importance of what it means for what, for what I, you know what we wanted. We wanted Trump out for like, let's not have a leader of our country that's a gigantic piece of shit who is a crook 
and a rapist alleged all these things alleged because he hasn't been no, proven. But come it, on, let's yeah, be it's been proven. serious. It's, it's been proven. This guy skated past more shit, yeah. and we still did not repudiate him. This is the thing that blows right. my mind. Right. I wrote this in the piece. And that's this what, is a guy that has been accused of rape multiple times. He has been accused of tax fraud multiple times. There are many cases against him. He was fucking impeached by the House of Representatives of the United States. Mm-hmm. And skated past all of it. Yeah. What what took him down was not us. No. We did not take him down. A pandemic and his inability to understand that even strong people get sick. That's what did him in. Trump yeah. beat himself. We mm-hmm. did not win. He lost. And that's a very different thing. And if we don't acknowledge that, that's, we're going to fuck this up. And in two years, the Senate's going to be in full Republican wave. Yep. And then he's going to run in 2024. And we're all going to kill ourselves because we're too unself-reflective to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, we could. there's no plausible explanation that he could have gotten 71 million votes Unless we fucking botched it because yeah. we didn't win this. He lost it and he lost it because of a fucking disease. Isn't that funny? That's like it. that you know, the universe doesn't care about any of us, but it seems that nature might have a you know, have some skin oh, in this game because nature No, the came. thing is that's the, the only the, reason we lost the Rona, we won. The Rona, and that's that's what I think is so funny, is like, all right, it, it, it goes to the heart of- 2021's uh, almost here. Let's take a bite of this hell yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, the thing is, I think what I think is so interesting, and it's the same thing that happened over the summer. It's like, no, you can't protest against wearing masks, but yes, you can protest against George Floyd. One is a health risk, the other's not. It's a lot of shit. Yeah. So. Because, I mean, come on, common sense tells you, give me a fucking break. If you're cr- in a crowded area screaming, whether you're wearing a mask, you're, you're it's, it's a health risk. We're There's in a fucking a pandemic. Yeah. Come on. Okay. I got to tell you, a Trump rally and a Biden dance party when he wins, Yeah. the Rona does not see a difference. All right. the Rona sees is, mmm, here's some fat Americans with diabetes. Let's go. Biden's uh, party in... in- Delaware last night, I was I was surprised at how close everybody was. They were all wearing masks from what I could see, but it was still a little too close for comfort. Uh, but my big thing is that like I want to celebrate this. Like let's take the weekend to celebrate because we deserve a celebration. We deserve to just go. Everything's fucking fine. Everything's gonna be like just let's enjoy it. But on Monday we need to get to work on healing. The thing is, I'm we don't deserve shit. We don't deserve <laughs> well, anything. No, but we should. We don't wept. deserve. Other people might want to well, just we could, toast I think some champagne we, and I think cheer we can that Trump be, is going to go away. I think we can be happy about it. But if 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 we just focus on being happy about, and this is not, by the way, because um, I know I've already I've already gotten some messages from my pieces like, oh, you fuck you, trying to appease the Trumpers. No, I don't think we should feel bad for them because I think we fit, spend way too much goddamn time about our feels. Yeah. However, it's not to me. It's not let's uh, let's appease them and not make them feel bad. I hope they fucking feel bad. I hope I they do. feel like a dumb. But the that's thing for is, them to feel. It's not for us to make them it's feel not, bad. Exactly. We've spent two decades. Be a good sport. Like, both sides of the fence, two decades acting like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. It took us to actually get Donald Trump, an avatar of this narcissistic, bullying, my way and no binary thinking. Yeah. For 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 you know, 
half the country to go, I'm tired of this shit. Mm-hmm. We ele- and I wrote a piece, God damn it, four years ago. Donald Trump's just a mirror age of, image of us. Yep. And if we behave like that and think that somehow that, that the end justifies those means, then we deserve everything but Joe Biden. And I agree and this with is that. The thing. Yeah. I didn't vote against Donald Trump. I voted for Joe Biden. Now, I can't say that about Hillary. I didn't vote for mm-hmm. Hillary. I yeah. mean, I she got my vote, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't care for Hillary. I didn't care care for her campaign. I didn't care for the Clinton dynasty, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. I I, I wanted Elizabeth Warren then. Yeah. And yep. so I didn't vote for Hillary, so much as I just voted so that this crazy fucking asshole <laughs> from The Apprentice wouldn't be the president. <laughs> but this year, and I really thought about it. I really looked through it because, like, am I just voting because I hate Trump so much? And I realized I don't actually hate Trump. It's embarrassing. But I went, no, the message of centrist unity, listening to both sides, finding some compromise, finding some ways to get ahead, finding ways to to message this in a way that we can get stuff done, that's what I voted for. I voted for Joe Biden. Not only that, I was really happy when he picked Kamala Harris. And not because I, and not, and having zero to do with, and I understand I'm not a black woman or an Asian woman or a woman or anything like that. So I understand how important that representation is. Mm -hmm. But that's not why I, I don't give a shit. Fundamentally, while I think it's important historically, I don't give a shit if she's black or if she's a she. Yeah. What I like is you got Joe. And Joe knows everybody and has worked the system and likes to find compromises and likes to work across the aisle. And then you've got Kamala, and everybody is scared the fucking death of Kamala. She's a she's a, she's, she's a fucking pit bull. She doesn't fuck around. She yeah. will get in your face. She made Brett Kavanaugh ball. Yeah. So <laughs> well, fuck she was you. the only she, one who put Biden in his place in the she beat him she, fucking she, senseless she, in that debate. Okay, Let's so not what you got? That. You got, I mean, you that know, huge. And, and, you know, on 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 a on a whole nother level of the whole Russian involvement. But what we now have in a president, vice president, is a hammer and a sickle. And yeah. I think fucking <laughs> a, let's let's get some shit done, man. <laughs> I love that combination more than anything. Is I love that combination. I loved it when he picked her. I was like, yes, that's the right that's the right call. It is a good. It is a good. Uh, yin and yang pairing, hammer sickle pairing. Yeah, yeah, I think that yeah. That's hammer and sickle. That's, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it one beats the shit out of you, the other one reaps and sows. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, God, you know, and and it's so, also yeah. what's what's funny about the Trump thing is I like until Trump dies, he's not going to go away, right? Oh he's no, still he's going to be an Twitter. outsized influence. Yeah, but or or. Is Trump going to crumble? And I'm thinking right now, he's crumbling. He doesn't well, know what to do. This is the first time in his life that he has to face the reality that he of a can't loss. spin. He can't yeah. spin the loss into a win. There's no way to spin this into a win. And I I'd like to think that he will go the route of LBJ and just retire to whatever bunker in Florida he's got and will just will just slowly die. 
So you're, you're he didn't drink himself that, to death the way LBJ see, did because LBJ was he's like I'm I getting think, in the car and I'm going to hell. Let's do this. I think I think you're misunderstanding or misinterpreting uh, it's exactly I, how it's narcissistic this man it's is. Wishful. That's yeah. all it is. Well, see, it's what I want. Well, you know, I remember your. I remember your wishful thinking when you thought it was the best thing we could do to impeach Donald Trump, and that didn't work out. The thing is, this is what I think about Trump. Yeah, I remember your fucking wishful thinking. I'm an optimist, but I'm not retarded, okay? All right, and so what I'm going to say is, I think I think this in-game, this two months, this two, three months we've got until uh, January 20th, I think one of two things is going to happen. Either we are going to see the true madness of our King George, Mm-hmm. And it's going to be raging insanity, and he is going to try to pardon himself, and mm-hmm. he is going to pardon a bunch of fucking assholes, and he is going to. I mean, I just read that uh, they're planning on uh, putting a million sanctions up against Iran. He's going to try to start a war. That is one possibility, and I think it's a pretty reasonable one, knowing what we know about the guy. Yeah. The other thing is, I think he's he might get so dispirited. That he'll just move out of the White House and quit and let uh, let his cabinet do it and just go spend some time in Margo. But what I think is going to happen once Biden becomes president, this guy is a whore for attention mm-hmm. and he desperately needs the love. And he's got 71 million people that voted for him and he knows it. Yeah. So I think he's still going to have rallies. I think he's still going to have rallies. I think he's probably going yeah. to if he if he can't get on Fox News, he's going to start his own goddamn uh, TV station. I think he's going to have a fucking podcast. I think this guy yeah. is going to become the thing about it is that it's, uh, uh, Andrew Sullivan wrote uh, on the Dish. He wrote, "Trump is gone. Trumpism is here to stay." Yeah, and yep. and and the thing about it is, which is what we've been saying since 2016, that even yes. if Trump had lost in 16, yeah, his he'd still be here. The work is done. Yeah, and this guy, this guy is going to be around. And yeah. again, I keep going back to this. Until we on the left can recognize how fucking arrogant, elitist, intellectually dishonest we are about our message to people that don't agree with us, until we can acknowledge it and actually do something about it, Trump will always beat us at mm-hmm. this game. And so we've got the thing about it, he's still going to be there and they're still going to be listening to him. The only way that we beat that motherfucker, we can't beat him by shaming him. We can't. What a shock. I can't believe it. I know this is such a weird thing because what a great strategy in place. It blows my mind that the far left has been calling 71 million people racists. And it didn't change their mind. No, I know. I, I mean, it blows my mind that 71 million people were called racists for four years, and it and and they didn't go, "Wow, they're right." The 20 year old Antifa kid who doesn't have a job but now has to go back to Starbucks. He called me racist, and I think he's right. I'm gonna the scales have fallen from my eyes, and I will now <laughs> fuck off. What a shitty strategy, and. <laughs> You know, we got to come up with a better way to communicate with people that we don't have a fundamental worldview with because that's the whole point of the united part of the United States. It's like if we can't find a way to work together, we're always going to have differences. But if we yeah. can't find a way to work together on it, basic issues like health care, the climate, fucking foreign policy, how to deal with a goddamn pandemic. If we can't find some way to work together Mm-hmm. We're fucking doomed. Yeah, and that's my whole thing. Is I don't, I 
Let's not get cocky. Let's remember the hard work is ahead of us, and we've it's got hard. we've got to do it. We 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 won, okay, barely, but we won. Now let's we have to change what we did. Otherwise, we're just going to end up right back where we started. We got to recognize the barely. That's what part. got us here. We got to recognize the barely part and yes. not pat ourselves on the back back too hard. Yeah. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. All right. So my first thing this week, uh, it's a listen. This helped me this week, um, just because it was between the dying and the the election and all the other stress. Um, Alex Trebek died, too. Yeah. And my buddy Chris and Amy, their dog, Dallas, of 15 years, like, it's an old dog, but they had to put him down Friday night, the day before Chris's birthday. Like, it's just been a a long week, like you said at the beginning of this episode. What's helped me get through this week uh, is the band uh, Beach Slang. They have... I, I completely missed this This in all the shit of 2020. They released a new album back in January. Uh, it's called The Deadbeat Bang of Heartbreak City. Fuck, it's good. It's a beat. It just, it drives. It's a, ah, it's a good, good album this week. And if it's a good celebratory album, too, because it's upbeat. It's also a good distraction album. If you're bummed, potentially Trump listener, Trump uh, Trumpers, give Beach Slang a go. There you go. All right. My first thing is uh, a, a read. It is Matt Iglesias in Vox. So you can find it on Vox.com. The title of the piece is Trump's gains with Hispanic voters should prompt some progressive rethinking. Racial politics doesn't always work how white liberals think it should. Um, it's a very, it's a nice, it's a, you know, and I don't agree with Matt on a lot of stuff. Yeah. However, and I don't, and and sometimes I, I kind of want to, when I read Vox, I have the same sort of like glottal, uh, dry heap feeling I get when I read anything by McSweenus or HuffPost. Yeah. But Vox isn't quite there yet. I don't barf. You know, right. I just kind of go. It's just a little, little verb. Yeah. Okay, but this is a good piece. Trump's gains with Hispanic voters should prompt some progressive rethinking by Matt Iglesias. Great. My next thing is, uh, it's a do, and it's, like I said a moment ago, celebrate, because we did win, but don't gloat. Be a good sportsman, sports person, sports personship. Uh, Trans, trans sports thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I got shit from Katie the other day because we were talking about the numbers as we were kind of, and I go, well, according to the, the loose math I did, and you know I'm not a numbers guy, she goes, numbers person. I go, no, no, I identify as a male and I'm choosing guy as my identifier. And it became this whole thing and I eventually we didn't even have the conversation because I'm not going to get into it, but how I identify as not a numbers guy. And See, then somebody else telling me that that's not okay to call myself. This is, this is the same <laughs> argument. You know, it's the thing that kills me. This is the same argument that William Shatner is having on Twitter. Um, and his argument is, I don't care what you call yourself. I do not identify as cisgendered. I'm a man. And I don't. I, I do not. I do not personally identify as cis fucking anything. And oh, everybody wants to call him names. And it's like, why? If you get to, I I, I respect your right to call yourself <laughs> anything you want. Then you need to respect my right to say I don't want to be called that. Right. I think that's fascinating. Anyway, yeah. all right. So, but celebrate. Don't gloat. Be cool. Celebrate. Don't yeah. gloat. Yeah. All right. Um. My second thing is a read. Um, it is, uh, I actually don't remember where I found it. I think it's Newsweek. Yes, it's Newsweek. 
It's a compilation, so there's multiple writers. It's called The New China Syndrome. Attempts by Beijing to sow unrest ahead of the election are just a small part of China's latest efforts to expand its political and economic influence in the United States. And it uh, is in Newsweek. It is a really good read. It's a little bit of fear porn, you know. It's a little bit of that fear porn kind of Newsweek thing going does on. That. Yeah, there's a little bit of that yeah. fear porn. But what's what's really very interesting is it demonstrates two things that I think are interesting. Number one, how susceptible we are as a society via social media specifically for this kind of propaganda coming from outside regimes. Mm -hmm. And second, it really explains in some ways, probably not in a, in a total, a total way, but in a really nice way, um, why the woke are so focused on, while they would not maybe always say I'm a Maoist, Mm -hmm. or I'm a Marxist, um, their ideas are coming from Russia and China, whether they believe it or not. Yeah. Which is really interesting. So I think it's, uh, it's yeah. called the New China Syndrome. Okay. And that's in Newsweek. Yeah, it is yeah. in Newsweek. All right. My last thing to do this week, um, I'm late to the party on this. Let's watch Cobra Kai. God damn right. I said that now. a year ago. I said that. Oh, you said it two years ago when the first two season years came out in yeah, 2018. Yeah, when it was on in YouTube. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And I, it wasn't that I was like, eh, I don't get. No, I just hadn't gotten around to it. I didn't have a YouTube account, you know, and now it's, and I was, I'm going to get into it. And uh, yeah. Am I right? Was I right? Oh. It's so fucking good. I, I, I'm, I'm into the second season. I'm a couple episodes into the second season, and I'm not enjoying it as much as the first. Second season's not as good as the first, because the first is so like, oh my God, this is exactly what I hoped for. It's, I mean, the first is Johnny. Ah, uh, yeah, I just... He's so good. I, when he's not on screen, when, when William Zabka, as, as Johnny Lawrence, is not on screen, I miss him the way that I miss Bill the Butcher in yeah. Gangs of New York. Yeah, like, I mean... This is still a good movie, still a good everything... But can I get the other guy back too? Yeah, because I, <gasps> yeah, because he's the most flawed character. I love him. Yes, oh, I agree. And he's so funny, and he's so like. Is he has he gotten Emmys for this or nominated for this? Because he's incredible. He really is good, and I oh. love seeing this guy that who's did this thing in his career, then really didn't have much of a career, and now is kind of reinventing himself with the same goddamn character. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love it. And my third thing is also a watch. Um, and I think it says, I think it's a story, while it's dated, this is its 45th anniversary. 45 years ago, this movie came out. Okay. And it is a story that is, it's an allegory or a metaphor. It's a, a tale of the psycho ward we all live in and who wins and who loses and how you get through it and all the fucking insanity. And it is the, and probably featuring one of the most classic performances of any actor on film. It is one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Milos Foreman, mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson. Um, it's the 45th anniversary. Wow. I, I recommend everybody watch this movie again. Because there's so much that you've forgotten. If you haven't watched it mm -hmm. for a couple of years, there's so mm -hmm. much you've forgotten. But watch it again with this past election in mind. Interesting. As soon as I finish Cobra Kai Season 2, I'm going to Jack in the Cuckoo's Nest. Rock and roll. 
That's the episode. God bless America. God bless yeah. Alex Trebek. God bless Dallas. God bless uh, Dallas Galan and and Brad Rosner and all the other. And God bless fucking Joe fucking <laughs> and God bless Biden, Joe Biden and Kamala and Harris. Kamala Harris. Boy, do they have a fucking uphill battle! But I am here to watch. I'll tell you, this next three months is mostly just entertaining. It, it's now it's yes. entertainment. Now I, I, now I just yes. want to. It's I, just I, entertainment I want, because. I'm just I waiting. Want to see I want Trump. to see Trump come out with his all disheveled and and sad and broken. No, I, that's I, what I, I want. I want to see him trying to. What I want to see him is I. I do. I want to see the madness of King George. I want to see him lose his <laughs> shit and like come out and start talking about how chocolate bars will cure Corona. Whatever. I want to see. I want to see him lose his. Shit. I want him talking like your son. You want him coming want out him going, talking hinky hinky cheeseburger cheeseburger. That's what I want. That's exactly. <laughs> what i want from donald trump in the next my two son and a half months. my son is now forget uh alex um uh who's the guy that was doing him on snl all these years what's his name baldwin forget yeah. baldwin harrison himmel is now the new trump impersonator yeah, absolutely because he can do the hinky hinky hey i get cheeseburger because that's trump now that's and the new he, trump and he just finished pooping his pants so right. there you go all right rock and roll <laughs> that's, that's the, the show. show thank you for listening you can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.